All right, Tuesday night. Hope everybody is doing good. Most of you have seen what's going on with uh, General Mark Milley. Let's hop right into that tonight. Breaking 9-11 tweet. Breaking. General Mark Milley held secret Pentagon meeting, told staff not to take orders from President Donald Trump. Do you know what that is? You need to understand something right off the bat. Most of you probably already do if you're watching the show. But Donald Trump is not nearly at that time, is not nearly, just merely, I should say, the president of the United States. He's the commander in chief. He is actually considered to be a military officer in charge of all, I repeat, all branches of the military, including being in charge of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, which is Mark Milley, who's the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He has no option. Milley has no option to pull anything like this. Now, the Democrats, are all, some of them are all excited about this. So I guess we can just say, well, you know what? We know the rules now. If you think that the pro- we can just, is Biden mentally unstable? Well, I guess we can do whatever we want then, right? If this is the requisite, if this is, if this is the precedent that they've set, So he held secret Pentagon meeting, told staff not to take orders from the president. Listen to me, everybody. I do not throw this word around lightly. That right there, you can consider Navy terms a mutiny, or you can consider that treason. Treason, especially when we get to the China part, takes orders from president, not to take orders from President Trump regarding nuclear weapons, which I don't want to just ask this question. When did, when did Trump ever mention anything to do with nuclear weapons at all during or about the January 6th incident? I just, I'm just very curious about it. This is a new book is uh, written by, by Bob Woodward, who, of course, is a notorious Trump-hating hack. But the new book also alleges that General Milley called his Chinese counterpart after January 6th because he was worried Trump would start a war with China. Let's go on to the next one, C.S. Walker. Proof of China advising Taliban just before full takeover of Afghanistan. You might be wondering, why are you mixing this in here? Because I'm very curious here why everything since Joe Biden has been in office benefits the country that his son received $1.5 billion from. Don't worry, we're not done with Millie yet. I'm just very curious because Millie here is talking to China behind the president's back, his own, Mark Milley, his title is chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. So he calls the equivalent of the chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff in China and says to him, don't worry, I'm going to warn you. I'm going to warn you if Trump wants to start a war with you. That's absolute fact coming from Bob Woodward's book, Who Hates Trump? So what we have is treasonous activity. But here's the thing. I'm just very curious about why every single thing is benefiting China when China in 2013 on a, we all know Hunter flew over on Air Force Two to China to, to consolidate a deal, to put together a deal, to finish a deal with a CCP controlled bank where Hunter's uh, consultancy firm, what would, what does he consult on? Who knows? Received $1.5 billion from a CCP controlled bank. Flies over on Air Force Two with daddy and receives that $1.5 billion. Now, every single thing that's happened since Joe Biden has been in office has benefited the CCP and the PLA, the People's Liberation Army. Why is that? Because here's the deal. In Afghanistan, 
It's not merely that this is a complete atrocity on the part of on the part of the American military because it is. It's a complete embarrassment. It's not only an embarrassment and an atrocity in the Holocaust, but it's a tragedy because we have 13 American servicemen and women that died needlessly because of Mark Milley, because of Joe Biden, because of Secretary Austin, because of Jake Sullivan, all of them. All of them, may, a lot of them also notoriously involved with Benghazi. But it's just very strange because you now you got proof of China advising the Taliban just before the full takeover, takeover of Afghanistan on the bottom. China says Taliban expected to play important Afghan peace role. China says, China says Taliban expected to play important Afghan peace role. China told a visiting Taliban delegation on Wednesday it expected the insurgent group to play an important role in ending Afghanistan's war. Strange. China's just, we moved out. China has publicly said that they are thinking about taking over Bagram Air Base, which is one of the finest air bases, not just in Afghanistan, on the planet, 400 miles from China's borders. Funny how they're going to take that over, all under Joe Biden's watch. Strange how that works. Strange how Joe Biden hands the Taliban, who is talking. Now, remember, the Taliban, a month before we left Afghanistan, the Taliban was in talks with China. The Taliban has played around with the idea of calling its military the People's Liberation Army of Afghanistan, or their new Arab Emirates name. So it's just strange. It's funny how China has signed up now and is receiving mineral rights out of Afghanistan for very important computer components. Strange how this is all working, isn't it? It's as if Joe Biden was bought off. Strange, isn't it, that um, the American military under Joe Biden, Mark Milley, Secretary Austin, left the Taliban, now calling themselves, soon to call themselves the People's Liberation Army, just like China, left them a full army, left them an 80, 80, $85 billion worth of military equipment. Not, not, low, not just low rank, not just low grade stuff, you know, like Humvees. You got biotech equipment, night vision goggles, 600,000 M16s. I can't remember how many planes, 40 something planes. Can't remember how many. Uh, Drones, all those. This is $85 billion worth of equipment, which overnight made them the 26th largest army on the planet. They sit between Italy and Germany. That's how powerful Joe Biden made the Taliban in two weeks. Two weeks. You, in order for the, and of course, he evacuated the military before he evacuated green card holders, American citizens, SIV holders. Our collaborators there, our allies there, evacuates the military as if he wants to hand the Taliban a victory, as if he wants to hand the Taliban hostages on behalf of the CCP. You're either galactically stupid, galactically incompetent, which is what Joe Biden, if you go down in descending order, Joe Biden, Lloyd Austin, Mark Milley, Jake Sullivan, all of them, they either are galactically incompetent, galactically stupid, or treasonous. Those are your only three choices. Well, there's a fourth choice, all of the above. So you have A, B, C, and D, or, or and, and you, can, you have A, B, and C, and you can always pick D, which is all of the above. So what is going on there? Let's go to the next one. This is the CNN clip, right? Columbia Bugle uh, video. It, I can't read the title, but it's what the bleep, what the bleeping bleep is going on in Afghanistan. Play it for me. 
Against this backdrop, same day, January 8th, Milley gets a call from Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. We've heard about this call, but Woodward and Costa got an exclusive transcript of the call. Pelosi has the same concerns that Milley does. The phone call is dramatic. It is blunt. And Pelosi wants Milley to reassure her that the nuclear weapons are safe. And this is the exchange. Pelosi, who knows what he might do? He's crazy. You know he's crazy. He's been crazy for a long time. So don't say you don't know what his state of mind is. He's crazy. And what he did yesterday, meaning actually two days ago, January 6th, is further evidence of his craziness. General Milley says, Madam Speaker, I agree with you on everything. Uh, Milley reassures Pelosi on the call, but when he gets off, he thinks to himself, she's right, and he decides to take this extraordinary action. So, so he has this call with the speaker in right. which she is agitated and essentially reinforces his concerns. Correct. He's seeing this intelligence and actually having a back channel. That's extraordinary. Back channel with his counterpart in China saying, calm down. Everything will be okay, and he decides to call this extraordinary meeting. Take us inside. Right. And, and by the way, according to Woodward and Costa, Milley never tells the president about these back-channel calls. So he never tells the president about these back-channel calls. So that is a violation of the chain of command. President Trump at that time, we're talking about about January 8th, was the, was the commander-in-chief. He was the number one ranking military officer in the United States of America. That is why they salute the commander-in-chief. They salute him because he is actually considered, while president, a military officer. And Mark Milley, get this now, he went and he met with his own staff and said, you will do nothing. If Trump tells you to do it, don't do it until you talk to me. That right there is mutiny. You're not, it's, we're not at treason yet. That's mutiny. Treason's when he called the Chinese government unbeknownst to the president. This, do you, does everybody see this? We, we see so much crazy behavior now on the part of the Democratic Party that we almost get numb to these things. This is absolute treason. You cannot call your counterpart in China and tell them, don't worry, I've got this and I'm not communicating with the president of the freaking United States. In CNN, they're all gleeful about it, but okay, now we know the rules, CNN. So I guess anybody, anybody, you cannot prosecute anybody for treason ever again. Any, you can, certainly can't go after people for the Logan Act. I guess you can just go overseas whenever you want and talk to whomever you want. Don't need to file your, your FARA paperwork anymore, what they went after uh, uh, General Flynn for, right? Being a legal foreign, being a foreign agent, which by the way, foreign agent doesn't mean what the movie says. It means, means you're a lobbying firm, basically a lobbying agent. But you have to fill out the proper paperwork. I guess that's gone now, right? Barbara Boxer right now, she's a, she's a foreign agent. She actually is lobbies on behalf of a Chinese firm, but she's filled out the proper paperwork, but I guess you don't have to do that anymore because the general of the, the chairman of the joint chiefs of staff calls up China and says, I'm not telling the president about this call. You don't have to worry though. Cause you know what? My hand's the one on the button. I will not, there will, he actually said there won't be any kinetic warfare, which means actual physical warfare. Don't worry, I've got this. Without telling the president, and CNN is rejoicing in this, good to know. It's good to know the, re the, the prerequisites. It's good to know the precedents. All right, let's go to uh, Brett Schur. Tweet, Millie told China, 
in secret phone call that he would give advance warning. There's your treason. Right there. That's treason. You are not allowed. It doesn't matter that you don't like Trump. It doesn't matter that Nancy Pelosi says that he's crazy. He's more crazy than, than Joe Biden. Tell me the crazy thing Donald Trump ever did. Right before he left office, he signed four peace deals that John Kerry and the rest of the Democrats could never accomplish in 50 years. Joe Biden's not accomplished one thing since being a senator since 1972. Not one thing. Donald Trump has four peace deals and defeats ISIS in four years. But this is what Milley says to China in secret phone, secret phone call, treason, that he would give advance warning if the U.S. was ever going to attack. Can you, so there's the secret phone call, treason. Give advance warning if the military was going to attack. So you have the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff calling your enemy and telling, hey, don't worry, I'll call you if we're gonna be going to attack. And don't worry too, here's the thing. Jack Posobiec put this out. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. He put it out. People that were present during this activity have already come forward. Don't worry. We're going to win, folks. We're going to win the vax thing. We're going to win the COVID thing. We're going to win in 2022. This election will at minimum be exposed as a fraudulent election that elected Joe Biden. Whether it puts Trump in back, back in office or not, I don't know. But we're going to win. And people that were present during these activities with Mark Milley in the room have already come forward and said they are willing to testify. It is already, pull up Jack Posobiec on Twitter. He's already put out Jack Posobiec as a very notorious insider inside the White House has been exposing the Biden administration for the last 30 to 60 days. So they're always, here's the great thing about Democrats. They're spineless little worms. As soon as their butt gets in a crack, they turn on one another. That's great. Republicans do the same thing. Don't get me wrong. But the Democrats, they will turn on one another once they think that their own, their own safety, their own reputation, their job, whatever is in jeopardy. They will turn on each other. And that's what's happening here. We will win. But this is absolute treason. I mean, look at that last line. I'll give advance warning if U.S. was going was ever going to attack. If we're going to attack, I'm going to call you ahead of time. It's not going to be a surprise. Oh my word, folks. Do you? See? It doesn't matter who's president. If it was George S. Patton, who I love, did this to Joe Biden, I would call it treason because I am a principled person. Unlike everybody at CNN, if a Democrat does it, it's fine. If a Republican does it, it's treason. That makes you unprincipled. You're agenda-driven and unprincipled. You're a vacuous soul. All right, let's go to the next one. Benjamin T. Just so, again, I'm, fa- I'm vacillating back and forth here, but I want you to see how everything seems to benefit China. You got Mark Milley in charge of Afghanistan, benefits China. Mark Milley uh, backdooring uh, Donald Trump, benefits China. Look at this. Alvor- Alvaro Bedoya is a professor at Georgetown Law that has signed a joint program with Tsinga or Tsinga U. Tsinga is designated as very high risk for its high-level defense research and involvement in cyber attacks. Look at the bottom. Georgetown Law, founding director of Center of Privacy and Technology, Georgetown Georgetown Law Visiting Professor Law Alvaro, uh, Alvaro Bedoya. Look at the global database. Study abroad in Beijing, China, to Tsinga University, Georgetown Law and Tsinga University co-sponsor this study abroad program for Georgetown Law students of Tsinga University in Beijing. Look at this. What the heck is going on? 
What is going on here that anybody would be involved with a very high-risk entity of everything is the Chinese government? That's what Anthony Fauci either doesn't get or alleges that he doesn't get, which if we have time, we'll get to that in a minute. Let's go to the next one, Natalie Winters. Breaking. Fauci-funded Wuhan research relied on human blood samples provided by the Chinese military. Here we go again. Everything, everything benefits China. Everything. Does that mean, Tom, that that we have Chinese agents here? Well, let's look at Swalwell sleeping with a Chinese spy. You had uh, Dianne Feinstein's chauffeur was a Chinese spy for 20 years. And now you've got this alleged plague that's throughout the earth. So funny. I mean, what, no matter how you look at it, it's either a, a plague that's well, it's, it's absolutely not a medical plague because 99.9% survivable, but it certainly has been an economic plague brought on by the CCP who creates the virus, owns all the PPP, uh, PPE com- uh, equipment right at the moment that the virus comes out. The whole Western economy, because everybody's spineless, closes including, by the way, Donald Trump. He never should have done what he did with COVID either. But I digress for just a minute. Let's look at China. Uh, Fauci-funded Wuhan research relied on human blood samples provided by the Chinese militaries from Natalie Winters. From that, uh, here's, here, let me read a little bit of the article. Uh, a coronavirus study funded by Anthony Fauci's National Institutes of Health, of Health Agency which names Wuhan Institute of Virology scientists as authors. So a coronavirus study funded by Anthony Fauci's national uh, institutes. The authors are people from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Very intermingled, aren't they? You've got a, you got a study funded by Fauci, and then the authors that come out and write about the study are actually scientists that, that, that actually author this article are scientists from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Was carried out in collaboration with an arm of the Chinese Communist Party's military. A national poll, national polls can reveal. National polls is where Natalie Winters, Raheem Kassam, they're all from there. Follow them on Twitter. The 2014 study entitled Isolation and Characterization of Bat SARS-like Coronaviruses that uses the ACE2 receptor was the result of a broader grant from Fauci's National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases that sent U.S. taxpayer dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology via the New York-based EcoHealth Alliance, Peter Daszak. The controversial multi-million dollar grant supported the manipulation of coronavirus into killers, according to Fauci. Fauci acolyte, Peter Dasek, that's EcoHealth Alliance, Fauci's money, your money, given to EcoHealth Alliance, Peter Dasek, and Peter Dasek says this controversial multi-million dollar grant supported the manipulation of coronaviruses into killers. So the person who received the $3.7 million from Fauci actually calls the study a manipulation of coronavirus, turning them into killers. The study's acknowledgments section sections thanks china's southern medical university remember that remember remember that name southern china's southern medical university for providing human serum that's where they got it from the chinese military a type of blood that due to a lack of plasma doesn't clot 12 researchers from the wuhan institute of virology including batwoman Jing li are listed as authors alongside several scientists from the Equal Health Alliance. And just I want you to, I'm pausing here for just a second. I want you to think about 
the absolute audacity over the last 18 months of 15 days to flatten the curve where every podium has been filled by Anthony Fauci and he's never acknowledged this. Never. He's never said a word. I mean, right when it all came out, he knew about all this. He knew what this virus was. From day one, he knew they were manipulating coronaviruses and never said a word. Is that treason? I would think so. The paper explicitly states they received financial support from Fauci's uh, NIH department. The research material provided by SMU contributed to the study's manipulation of different strands of coronaviruses through recombination analysis. The study also discusses virus um, effect effectivity re research. That means how much it affects a human being. You can float those in, brother. Research uh, related to humans. The source of these samples, however, is under the control of, pe of the People's Liberation Army. I repeat, the sources of these samples used in this study were under the control of the People's Liberation Army of China, a hostile nation's military that is increasingly in conflict with the, U with the U.S. allies, including India. So here we have, here we have Anthony Fauci funneling money through EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Daszak doing experimentation with blood samples supplied by the People's Liberation Army with the Bat Lady and the man, since 2014, virus comes out in 2019, the man never says a word. Never says a word about any of this. Funny how that works, isn't it? And he's considered a lot of people's cultic hero. There he is, person of the year. Person of the year. He's the one who made the virus, folks. He's the one who funded the People's Liberation Army of China to create a virus gain of function. It wasn't just gain of function research. It was, gain, it was making the virus gain function to infect human beings using blood from soldiers in the People's Liberation Army. This is facts. This is from the National Polls. Formerly known at now that SMU, the SMU, remember what the what it was called, Southern Medical University. That's what China, this is the game China plays. The studies acknowledgement section thanks China's Southern Medical University. Well, formerly known as First Military Medical University. Whoops. SMU falls under the jurisdiction of the military commitment committee of the PLA, according to its own website. Professors are well as well as entire institutes have received awards from various branches of the PLA, including its general logistics department. See how it's, it's funny how it all just goes back to China. Now, let me ask you this question. What happened in 2013? Hunter Biden flew over with Joe Biden in Air Force Two, securing a deal, Hunter Biden securing a deal with a CCP controlled bank where he personally received 1.5 billion dollars for his consulting firm right well this happened anthony fauci funneling money to the pla to the wuhan institute of virology which is the pla which is the ccp millions of dollars was one year later strange how that works everything benefits china speaking of democrats let's go let's just change we're going to go float in and out of some subjects tonight this is a Justin Hart tweet. 
Put the since we just passed 9-11, today's the 14th, three days ago. But put the looming tower on your list of books to read. Excerpt below about the wall that separated CIA intel from the FBI. There were photos of 9-11 hijackers with the CIA prior to them flying the jets into the building. The FBI had evidence of another piece to the puzzle. Had they shared this info, just go to the big, yeah, put it on the big screen for me. There we go. There it is. Just let's read the yellow part. And Sufan realized that the agency and some people in the Bureau had known for more than a year and a half that two of the hijackers were in the country. He ran into the bathroom and retched. The FBI and the CIA, you know, the FBI who says that white supremacist terrorism is the greatest threat to America right now, right, Christopher Ray? They knew for 18 months that two of the hijackers were in the country. They knew who they were and what did they do? Absolutely freaking nothing. That's what, the, and now you've got them running all around. You have two to 400 people sitting in the D.C. Metro jail who are charged with illegal parading in the Capitol or trespassing or misdemeanor vandalism in solitary confinement because, they're, because they've been arrested by the Capitol Police or the FBI. And the FBI knew about an incident. They knew at least that this was highly, this was a high probability that these guys were going to do what they did. Didn't do a freaking thing. And 3,000 Americans died in one day. And only one American died having anything to do with the riot on 1-6. And that was a protester shot illegally through the neck by Officer Byrd of the Capitol Police. Those are the facts. The FBI is nothing more than the brown shirt Gestapo of the Democratic Party. They are nothing but that. That's all that they are. They're habitual liars. They lie under FISA warrants. They lie about FARA documentation. They are nothing but propagandist Goebbels brown shirts for the Democratic Party. And it breaks my heart to say that because I've worked with the FBI before. I was a cop for 25 years, 1992 to 2017. I retired almost exactly four years ago. It saddens me to say that about the FBI, but it's absolutely true. Name the good that they're doing right now. You can't. All right, Justin Hart tweet. Or no, is it Jack Pasova? Who's up? Uh, Who's up? Jack's up. Jack's up. My bad. Here we go. Did you know the 28 28 pages show the two 9-11 hijackers tied to Saudi intelligence rented a room from an FBI informant in California before the 2001 attacks. The director of the FBI kept this covered up for years. His name, collusion investigator. Funny how they all know each other. Robert Mueller. Strange, isn't it? Strange how that works. All right, Pearson Sharp tweet. Just doing some Democratic Party stuff, keeping everybody in the loop here. Just a reminder, in Lori Lightfoot, Chicago, there were, remember this is, it, a lot of, the Democrats will come out and say that this is not the, the most strictly controlled, uh, gun-controlled city in the nation. It is, and if it's not, D.C. is. So it's one or two. Just a reminder, so here's how the Democratic Party, Party's laws work when it comes to gun violence. So then they say they want to take all your guns away. This is how well it works because nobody in Chicago has guns except for gangs. Just to remember, uh, just a reminder, in Lori Lightfoot, Chicago, there were 60 people shot this weekend. 60 in a weekend, folks. 60 people in a weekend shot. 
Seven fatally, including a 12-year-old boy. So far in 2021, over 3,100 people have been shot. A a nearly 70% increase. 70% increase in less than two years. How are these people in office? In New York City, it's a 25 to 40% increase in homicides. Seattle's the same way. Portland's the same way. How are the how's Ted Wheeler in Portland still in office? How is how is Lori Lightfoot still in office? Bill de Blasio still in office? Jenny Durkin still in office. How is it possible? Jenny Durkin in Seattle had blocks of her own city taken from her hands and controlled independently by, I don't know, criminals? Nine square blocks? There's 70% increase. Since 2019, in unrelated news, Lori spent most of last year trying to cut police budgets. This is the Democratic Party. Make no mistake, that's exactly who they are. You have to ask. You have to ask it. It may sound hyper-conspiratorial, but you know what? We're going to have to, it seems like all the conspiracies keep coming true. We're going to need to list that way at least a little. I don't like all the the various, there's tunnels under Disney and all that crap, the QAnon crap. And I say crap, I mean crap. Not one thing QAnon ever says ever comes true. I'm just saying we need to be looking at what, what, what is the motives behind somebody who's trying to cut their police department in the midst of a 70% increase in shootings? Is it really incompetence or is it on purpose to try to usher in a globalist, socialist, communist, new world order agenda where they cause the problems and then they offer the solutions? Look, at you're going to die in Chicago if you don't, you know what? Look at the murder rates through the roof. We can't control the guns, now, which they caused all that. Because they have prosecutors that are Soros-funded like uh, Kim Fox in Chicago. That's the Jesse Smollett case who refused to prosecute anybody. So they cause the problem and then offer the solution. Just like COVID. It's the exact same thing. Well, here's their solution. Go to Fox News. Chicago gun violence. Mayor Lori Lightfoot hoping to curb bloodshed by suing gangs. There's, well, there's a solution for you. She's going to curb the gun violence by suing gangs. How do you sue something that's a non-entity? That's the Democratic Party for you. Cause the problem, offer the solution. And the solution will always be big chunks of your freedom being gone. None of these Democrats, you need to understand something. And when I say Democrat, I mean globalist elite. I include in that Angela Merkel. I include in that Emmanuel Macron, Boris Johnson, Scott Morrison. Jacinda Ardern, all of them, they don't consider themselves. So we can look at Jacinda Ardern. She doesn't, of New Zealand, New Zealand prime minister. She doesn't consider herself to be the prime minister of a sovereign nation. She considers herself to be a governor of the state of a state of a globalist nation. She considers herself to be a glo- a, a, a governor for Klaus Schwab in the World Economic Forum. So does Scott Morrison. So does Angela Merkel. So does Boris Johnson. They don't think of themselves, they don't think of their countries as great. They think of their countries as evil and they need to submit themselves. Go ahead, buddy. That's Jacinda Ardern. They want to submit themselves to a global governance, thinking that's what's going to happen is they're going to have a global governance of haves and have nots. And Jacinda Ardern, Scott Morrison, 
uh, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Boris Johnson, everybody else, they're going to they're going to create a society of haves and have have nots. The haves will give you your universal income every month as you live in your your 180 square foot apartment with you, your dog and your four kids. And they'll give you your globalist little universal income every month. And they'll live high on the hog. Their COVID hypocrisy has already exposed them in this. All right, let's go move on to vaccinations. Disclosed TV video. New, if you divide society into two distinct classes, this is a great video coming out of Sky News in Australia. Play it for me. I've repeatedly said I have no problem whatsoever with people being vaccinated or not being vaccinated. What is not acceptable for multiple reasons, including constitutional and legal and ethical and moral reasons, is mandatory vaccination. Indeed, the Australian Immunisation Handbook spells it out very clearly that consent to being vaccinated must be given in the absence of undue pressure, coercion, or manipulation, Barilaro, Peritet, Berejiklian, Hazard, read it. Once you start down this path of dividing any society into two distinct classes of people, you have abandoned liberty and democracy and replaced it with tyranny, fear and suspicion. Worse, and this is what really disturbs me, once the authorities have decreed that there are now two classes of Australian, the good and the bad, and that one class is superior to another and gets special privileges, while the other class is shunned, locked out, vilified, and loses their employment. You have, by definition, created an inferior class, for which the Germans once coined a simple word, which roughly translates as under or inferior person. Untermensch. If that word brings a chill of horror to your heart, so it should. This should all look very familiar. This should, I mean, it's amazing to me to watch European countries. Really, you know, World War II was not that long ago, folks. It was well less than 100 years ago. We still have, there's still some World War II veterans alive. It wasn't that long ago. It's 80 years ago. It's amazing to me how people's memories are erased. Show me your papers should start a worldwide revival in the evangelical church and with conservatism. And it's doing nothing as, as French police walk throughout Paris and people are sitting at cafes and restaurants asking for people's papers, their QR code that's on their phone. That doesn't rivet people's souls. There's lots of people that weren't even old enough to fight in World War II that are alive, that remember those things that were four, five, six, seven years old, up to 20 years old even, that remember Nazis walking around asking for people's papers in their own country and then in the countries that they conquered. And and we're seeing this happen right now where you see the global elites creating two classes called the vaccinated and the unvaccinated and the unvaccinated are basically the mouth breathers, the great unwashed, the deplorables. Well, look at my shirt. You know where I stand. Put it. Yeah. Put Nuremberg right next to me. There we go. Nuremberg code. This was created of course, in response to the Holocaust in response to Nazi Germany. Look at just the red parts here. And remember what was just said there on Sky News. In order to vaccinate 
in Australia, it can't be via pressure or coercion. If you're saying you don't get vaccinated, you can't fly, you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel, you can't have a job, is that not coercion and pressure? They're breaking their own constitution. And they're breaking the Nuremberg Code. The voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential. The experiment, the experiment should be such as to yield fruitful results for the good of society. Next one, number three. It's talking about uh, experimental things. The experiment should be so designed and based on the results of animal experimentation and knowledge of the natural history of the disease or other problem under study. This is about vaccinations that the anticipated results will justify the performance of the experiment, which we have seen this vaccination has not met what they expected it to meet. It did not meet expectations. Speaking of again, vaccinations, Conducted at, number four, conducted as to avoid all necessary physical and mental suffering and injury. 32,000 people have died from the vaccination so far in the European Union. 32,000 have died in Brazil. At least 14,000 have died in the United States of the vaccine. And Thomas Rent's federal lawsuit is alleging another 45,000 have died in the United States of the vaccination. No experiment should be conducted where there is a... Uh, prior reason to believe that death or, disab- or uh, that death or disability injury will occur. We've already seen that numerous, numerous deaths and numerous disabilities as a result of vaccine vaccinations. Number six, the degree, the decree, the degree of risk to be taken should never exceed the determined the, that determined by the humanitarian importance. <laughs> no, with this vaccine, Pfizer. AstraZeneca, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, none of them are meeting this and how they're being implemented. None of it is living up to the Nuremberg Code. It should protect the experimental subject. That's not happening. Number eight, scientifically qualified persons, vaccine, uh, pharmaceutical companies. By the way, and I don't know if I'll be able to get into this tonight or not, pharmaceutical companies, let's use Pfizer as an example. When Pfizer... And Moderna found out that they had already received emergency use authorization. What did they do? Right at that moment, what did Moderna and Pfizer and BioNTech do? When they had received emergency use authorization in the United States, what did they do? They cut off their control group. Everybody understands how this works, right? What you have is you have the actual group, the people that are taking the vaccination. And then you have a control group. Those are the people who are receiving a placebo, but don't know it. They're receiving a vaccination of saline solution. And then what you do is you compare those two groups. The moment, and then you're able to tell vaccinated versus unvaccinated. Positive side effects, negative side effects. This many people died. This many people died. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to have an actual group that's taking the vaccination or the experimental drug and a control group. The moment you can pull this up, this is not conspiracy theory. It's absolute truth. Uh, uh, Moderna and Pfizer and BioNTech have admitted this publicly. Right when they got their emergency use authorization, they injected everybody in their control group. So now you'd have nobody to compare to. What are they trying to do right now worldwide? Let's just concentrate on the United States. What are they trying to do in the United States? Eliminate you and I 
who have not taken the vaccination by getting us vaccinated. Therefore, there's no control group. Therefore, you have 330 million Americans vaccinated. Anything that goes wrong, there's nothing to compare it to. So there's no way to prove that it's the vaccination. Listen to me. Do not take the death jab. Lose your job. It doesn't matter. If if you're not saved tonight, if you're not a Christian, you need to get saved tonight and go by Philippians 4.19. But my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. If I shall ask anything in his name, he'll do it. So my thing is this, I, I will never take that vaccination because I'm threatened that I can't buy, sell, trade, or travel. I'm going to, if need be, depend on manna falling from the sky. That may sound crazy to you, but listen, I believe in Yahweh. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe in Jesus Christ. I'm not taking this thing. And you need, if you don't, not only that, but when it comes to the vaccinations, if you're not riveted by vaccine passports, you're not saved. You, or you, you might be saved, but you have no knowledge of the Bible at all. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. In the entire European Union, in all of New York City, and most of Canada is about to go to this, all of Australia is going to this or has already gone to this, Paris has gone to this, France has gone to this, Israel has gone to this. You can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without showing your QR code on your phone. Well, down that's on their phone. It's not on their right hand or on their forehead. Well, it only took them. It only took them 18 months of 15 days to flatten the curve to get a QR code on your phone. How much longer is it going to take for them to have quantum dot tattoo technology tattooed to your forehead or on your right hand for convenience sake only, of course. These things should rivet people's souls. They should absolutely rivet their souls. And it should bring, you know what, right now, let me show you this. This video is, is unbelievable. This is from the education minister. His name is Dominic Cardi out of Canada. Listen to the attitude of this man. Play it for me. At some point, we have to say that there's going to be a response by the vaccinated, by the enormous majority who've done the right thing, and that there's going to be a decline in tolerance for those who, for whatever reasons, endanger the lives of the people around them. And that's about where I am right now. Bring on your response there, pal. Bring your response on. You threaten me, bring your response on. He just said there's going to be a response from the great majority of people that are vaccinated. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. What they're saying in the United States right now is that 178 million Americans have been vaccinated. Do you believe that number? If you do, then you believe that Joe Biden received 81 million votes. There's not, I'm telling you right now that we, the unvaccinated are the majority. First of all, I already know we are because here's the thing. How many people have been vaccinated on planet earth? 2 billion. How many people live here? 8 billion. We are the majority. Don't take that death jab. Don't take it. It won't be worth it. Listen, I'm telling you right now, the results of this, of the, whether it's AstraZeneca, Pfizer, Moderna, BioNTech, Johnson and Johnson. The effects of these vaccinations are going to come out in the next zero to seven years. We already know about mass death. There's already been mass death. 32,000 people dying in the European Union is not a small number. And I guarantee you that's been mitigated. Do not take it for any reason. I'm telling you that. All right, Rebel News video, declining tolerance. Oh, I just read did that one. Lila Rose tweet. 
Breaking news, at the request of abortion activists, Google has just banned all of Live Action's pro-life ads, including those promoting the abortion pill, reversal treatment, a resource that has saved 2,500 children to date. So you have a, a, a abortion pill, rever, a, an abortion uh, reversal pill, the morning, it actually reverses the effects of the morning after pill, save 2,500 people, and the people who allegedly want to save lives have banned all advertising of a pill that saves people's lives. The very people that are saying that they want to save lives, like this minister, Dominic Cardi, I'm sure, I'm sure he's pro-choice. All of these people that are allegedly trying to save lives kill 60 million people a year in abortions alone. 300 million people have already died from the worldwide response to COVID. Not of COVID, of the response to COVID. 300 million people, where do I get this from? I get this from the United Nations website. 300 million, not Americans, 300 uh, million people worldwide have died of the response to COVID-19 because of the worldwide lockdowns. When the first world locks down, the third world doesn't eat. Let me say that again. When the first world locks down, Germany, United States, Canada, Great Britain, France, Spain, whoever locks down, Japan locks down, the third world doesn't eat. So there's been allegedly three to four million COVID deaths, which I don't believe. Keep in mind, though, when it comes to that, there's allegedly three to four million COVID deaths, right? Now, when there's eight billion people that live here, and how many billions does it take to make, a, I mean, how many, how many millions is there in a billion? Think about that. There's 8 billion people in here. Allegedly 3 million, a thousand millions makes 1 billion. 3 million people have died of a plan of 8 billion. That's their numbers. I don't believe that. But their response, allegedly all of these life savers kill 60 million people in the womb every year. Man, woman, child, Every single year. You tell me right there by looking at that picture, that's not a person. So when you see Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Anthony Blinken, Anthony Fauci, all of them pro-choice, all of them perfectly willing to tear a baby piece by bloody piece alive out of the womb, telling you about how about saving lives and being compassionate, take the vaccine so that you can save lives. Keep in mind. These are the exact same people that butcher 60 million people a year. One to two million alone in the United States. Keep that in mind when they are telling you that they are the lifesavers of the planet. They are not. They're murderers from the beginning. They are of their father, the devil, who's a liar from the beginning, who doesn't hold to the truth, whose native language is lying and is the father of all lies. That's who they are. Saving lives? Your COVID response has caused 300 million people to starve to death. And that, by the way, that 300 million figure was from four months ago. What is it now, I wonder? We're having shortages in the United States. Shortages of meat, shortages of chicken, shortages of pork, shortages of beef. Restaurants right here in this area are out of things all the time. Well, if that's right here, in Charlotte and Sarasota County, Florida. What is it like in Zimbabwe right now? Think about those. These are the lifesavers. Are they really trying to save lives or extinguish lives? Should always look at that. If you're perfectly willing to butcher 60 million people per year, then are you really trying to save lives? Even in the midst of this alleged plague? 
Absolutely not. Let's go to the next one. This is from, this is actually a pick I, I wrote down. This is from Gareth Rose. You write these names down because it's kind of a lousy picture. Do you have it on full? Do you have a big pick of it? The full, there we go. Thank you. Right there. Leave it just like that. Perfect. It's from Garrett Roth, uh, Rose, political editor. The Scottish Mail is where this is from. Majority of those dying have had both jabs in Scotland. Read the bottom. The vast majority of Scots now dying from COVID are fully vaccinated figures show. People think, are they dying of the vaccination? Could be dying of the vax. What happens when you take this vaccination? When you take an mRNA vaccination, according to Robert W. Malone, who created mRNA vaccinations, when you take an mRNA vaccination, because it's not designed for this, it actually kills off your own immune system. More people are dying in Scotland. By the way, and I think you know, and I saw some responses to this tweet. Well, right here in America, it's ninety-five percent. The ninety-five percent of people dying of COVID are the unvaxxed. That if you believe that, then you believe Joe Biden got eighty-one million votes. Which I know there might be occasional person that watches this. You believe it? Okay, it's going to come out, folks. It's going to be exposed. That the people who are dying of COVID-19 in the United States, the vast majority are fully vaccinated. It's going to come out. You're telling me, Tom, that they're marching out doctors to lie? Absolutely. What? What? You don't think that? You don't think there's doctors willing to lie? For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they've erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. You don't believe this? What are these? Here's the stats coming out of Scotland. This is running from July 12th to August 12th out of Scotland. In, in that amount of time, there was 236. I mean, and keep this in mind, everybody, I always have to put this out here because everybody considers this to be the bubonic plague. There's tens of millions of people that live in Scotland and their total death count for the month was 236 of COVID. How many people died of heart disease? How many people died of cancer? How many people died of pneumonia? Of course, the flu is gone, which should cause people to wake up in and of itself. How do you not wake up? How do you not know that you're, you're getting the wool pulled over your eyes when flu is gone? We had 38 million cases of the flu in the United States last year. How many have we had this year? 1,800. Come on. But here's the stats coming out of Scotland. So in that amount of time, July 12th to August 12th, there was 236, uh, 30, 236 COVID deaths. 144 out of the 236 were double vaxxed, 61%. 12 of them were si- were single vaxxed. So total, about 67% of their COVID deaths were fully vaxxed people. 80 of them were unvaxxed. In the preceding week, so from August 5th to August 12th, 30 of 41 deaths, 30 of 41 death deaths were fully vaccinated people. 10 unvaxxed, one half vaxxed. You tell me the vaccination does any good whatsoever? It's doing absolutely nothing but weakening people's immune system or shutting it off. There's many people that consider this vaccination to be the equivalent. I'm talking about real doctors here, not chubby preachers in Inglewood, Florida. I'm talking about real doctors that consider this vaccination to be the equivalent of the HIV that just shuts down your immune system. Many, many people think that. All right, disclosed TV tweet. New, 
Israeli Ministry of Health right recorded saying to the minister to the Minister of Interior left. Now I'm going to play this thing, but I'm just going to put it side by side in a second because it's all in Hebrew, so it's not worth listening to. But here, because unless you understand Hebrew, which I don't, Israel Ministry of Health minister. I don't know what Israel. It should be Minister of Health. Israel Israeli Ministry of Health right recorded saying to the Minister of Interior, there is no medical or epidemiological justification for the COVID passport called the Green Pass in Israel. It is only intended to pressure the unvaccinated to vaccinate. Leave it up for just a second. So, you know what, play it, there you go, just play it. I'll just talk over it. So there they are talking with one another. This has been fully translated, fully translated. This is exactly what was said. There is absolutely no no epidemiological evidence that this does a dadgum thing to slow the spread of, of COVID, but we're doing it to pressure people to get vaccinated. That's it. So it does nothing. So here's the, the, what we have to ask ourselves is this. If, if you are issuing vaccine passports and you know that they do nothing to flatten the curve, then why are you issuing them? Does anybody, if the vaccine itself, we're now seeing because 95% of Israel's severely infected COVID patients, hospitalized patients, 95% of severe hospitalizations from COVID-19 in Israel are double jabbed people, double vax people, 80 to 90% of their hospitalizations are double vaxed people. And so they're still issuing vaccine passports and are now pushing their fourth booster. So if they know that it's doing nothing, then what could be behind it? Well, let's see. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. Does that sound familiar to you? Oh, Tom, come on. That's conspiracy theory. The Bible's conspiracy theory? Really? As it unfolds right before your very eyes? Because I'm telling you, the Israeli leadership does not think of themselves as being in charge of a sovereign nation. They think of themselves as being in charge. They think of themselves as a governor of a globalist state. That's what they think under the World Economic Forum, under the Great Reset, under the International Monetary Fund, what's called the New World Order. You need to start thinking like they just acknowledge it. These aren't, this has no epidemiological evidence for this. We're just doing this to get people vaccinated. They know the fact that their hospitals are full of vaccinated people. So what's the point of marking people? What's the point of, what's the point of dividing people? What's the point of controlling people? Then it's got nothing to do with the virus. Then it must have to do with something else, which is called tyranny which is called socialism, which is called communism, which is called a new world order. And here's the thing, folks. We don't have to lose. We don't have to lose. You, we can turn this whole thing around. And listen, I want you to know, I think we are going to turn it around. I, I do. I honestly believe we're going to turn this thing around. Hopefully you got some time to get to the winds tonight. All right. The Daily Wire tweet. Switzerland now requires COVID-19 certificate to eat in restaurants, even for tourists. There you go. There's another country that's caved, but as one country caves, Denmark turns it the other way around. Denmark has said, you know what? No more. Great Britain, Boris Johnson has said, you know what? We're not going to do any uh, vaccine passports for the foreseeable future, basically all the way through winter. We are turning it around. There will still be the cavers. And they, don't let them get your, don't let them lower your head. 
Don't let them get you down. There's still going to be people that cave, but we're going to turn this thing around. All right, Eli Klein tweet here in New York City. Now, New York City's gone, folks. It's just gone. I mean, Bill de Blasio, I mean, come on, it's gone. And anybody who lives there that calls yourself conservative or calls yourself Christian, get the heck out. Make them pay in the wallet. That's what you do. Here in NYC, there's a COVID vaccine verification commercial that shows we can dance in a club mask. (laughs) Remember, wait a minute. Bill de Blasio said, if you take that vaccine, you can do anything you want. Remember Remember how they tell you that all the time? It's literally like Lucy holding the football for Charlie Brown. And people just keep going at it, going at it, and going at it. He said, all of them said it, whether it's Biden, whether it's Kamala Harris, whether it's de Blasio, whether it's Boris Johnson, whoever it may be. Once you get vaxxed, you're free. That's what they said. But now in New York, you can, if you get vaccinated, you're not allowed at all to go into the club unless you are vaccinated. But if you are vaccinated, you get to go into the club, but you get to be masked. Play that, play the video for me. Play it twice. Official vaccine record. This is the best way to protect yourself and others. Official vaccine record. This is the best way to protect yourself and others. So not only do you have to be vaxxed, but you got to have your official vaccine record, which strangely and very oddly is on your phone, a nice little QR code for you. Oh, but Tom, it's an awfully big leap to say that, connecting that to the mark of the beast. Does your soul tell you that? Does your spirit tell you that it's a big leap? Or is that just you being afraid? Don't be afraid. Fight. Stand up. Tell them no. Well, if I do, I might lose this or I might lose that. Lose it. Listen, if you bought an NFL Sunday ticket, you're part of the problem. Because the NFL, you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel. If you're if you're anybody but a player, you have to have proof of, proof of vaccination to keep your job. Well, in New Orleans, you have to have proof, proof of vaccination to enter the stadium. Las Vegas, you the Las Vegas Raiders, you have to have proof of vaccination to enter the stadium. You're part of the problem. If you're just, well, you know, I just don't want to cause any problems. You're, you are the problem. Stand up. Stand there for having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Stand! You're wondering where those are at? Ephesians chapter 6, 10 through 18. Here's the Babylon Bee. This is really sums it all up. Sums it all up with satire. Biden declares we must... Spray sunscreen on everyone to protect those who, who those to protect those already wearing sunscreen. I butchered it up, but here's the thing: that's the exact principle. You put sunscreen on. Why does somebody 50 yards down the beach need to put sunscreen on to protect you? To tell me how it makes sense that you have to be vaccinated to protect the vaccinated. Now let's look at just absolute. I love these. This I will say this. This next section is my favorite part of the podcast tonight. And really, it's my favorite pod, part of any podcast I ever do. I love to expose hypocrisy. That these people, on Joe, do you think Joe Biden's really scared of COVID? Kamala Harris scared of COVID? Do you really believe it? Do you really think they're scared of COVID? You got that picture of uh, Ben and uh, Ben Affleck and Jennifer, whatever. What's her name? J-Lo. What's, J- Jennifer Lopez. Look, I mean, do you think these people are really... <laughs> You really think these people are scared of COVID or is this just a giant virtue? Do you you think they're going to kiss without the mask when they get home? I mean, is it, is it real? Are they really scared of it? Well, let's, let's look deep into it. This is a Ebeth tweet. So here you go. 
How come only the help is wearing masks? This is at the Met Gala in New York. I want you to keep this in mind. This is in the Met Gala of New York. What did it cost per person to get into this? These are all the lifesavers. Now, every single one of these people that's, that I'm going to show you tonight is absolutely in favor of butchering the unborn to the tune of 60 million per year. Now, they talk about three to four million COVID deaths. Keep in one year, this 60 million per year. Just do that math. Do that math. That's 180 million people dead in three years. And they're talking about three million. These are those people. But Abeth asked an important question. How come only the help is wearing masks? We saw the video a couple weeks ago and Nancy, Nancy Pelosi's fundraiser at her uh, up, upstate California. I don't know if it was on her own grounds of her own mansion, which sits behind a wall or not. But every, every single person was there, basically almost everybody over the age of 60. Everybody un, unmasked. And all the help were fully masked. Why do you got de Blasio there? All right, throw it in there. There's de Blasio, 30000 bucks he paid to go to the Met Gala. Unless, of course, it was taxpayer funded, which that could be. So put that one back up. Yeah, put the other one. Yeah, there you go. So ask, look, put it on the big screen because I want everyone to see the people behind him. There you go. So everybody who's a helper is completely masked, but the guest is not. Strange how that works, isn't it? All right, let's go to the next one. The recount video is this. Rep, this is gone. This, of course, is viral. Representative, uh, yeah, just do side by side. Yeah, there you go. Side by side is good. There, there she is. I don't want to make too big of a deal out of it. Play it. There she is. Model. AOC. AOC. What up? I didn't know yeah, you go ahead, play as well. Yeah, go ahead. Damn. Go ahead, play it. My God, tax the rich. What a model, AOC. What up? I didn't know you model as well. All right, so there she's wearing a dress that says tax the rich on it. She paid 30 grand to go to this thing and she's putting, she actually puts a dress on. She has no, now look at all the people around her. Yeah, just keep playing it over and just hit play, let it play over and over again. So all the people around her, there's no social distancing, right? Now, now remember, if you're, if you're vaccinated, you're still shedding the virus. You're still spreading the virus. They all know that. So if somebody who's unvaccinated is spreading the virus, they've all publicly, publicly acknowledged that those who are vaccinated also are, are spreading the virus. The vaccinated carry 250 times the viral load as, as the unvaccinated. And so they're all standing around each other. Do you really think they're afraid? This AOC will not step foot on the House floor without a mask on. But here she is. At the Met Gala, $30,000 a person to go in. No mask, no social distancing, but yet will tell you to mask your five-year-old, to vaccinate your five-year-old, to vaccinate yourself, to social distance and lock down and lose your business for forever. These people are complete and total hypocrites, but they're not, it's really not, you know, hypocrisy is too simplistic of a term. It's really not hypocritical. I mean, it's absolutely hypocritical. I get that. But it's not just hypocritical. It's agenda-driven. It exposes that they don't care about your health. It exposes that they don't believe. If you really thought you were going to die of COVID-19, would you be in that room? They don't believe it. They're using it to mark you, separate you, and control you. It harkens back to the 1930s and 40s. It really does. Babylon B tweet. AOC now selling tax the rich, rich caviar for $10,000 a can. 
That's their, that, that's how these people are. Tax the rich she puts on there when every single person. And here's the thing that's funny about it is she'll say, well, I'm perfectly willing to pay more taxes. Really? Why don't you then? I remember Bernie Sanders debate and Bill Hemmer asked him this question. Why is it that you're worth millions of dollars, but you still accept the same tax breaks as Donald Trump? And he goes off on Trump. Well, Trump does this and Trump. Trump's not espousing socialism. AOC is a devout socialist. Why is she at a $30,000 a person gala? Why is she putting on a dress that says tax the rich when she doesn't pay above what she's supposed to pay? You can give whatever you want to the federal government. Why doesn't Oprah Winfrey, she's worth a billion dollars at minimum. Why doesn't she just take $100 million and live on that? Why, why, why doesn't Joe Biden, who's allegedly worth $14 million, why doesn't he give $12 million away? Why don't any of them ever do that? Because they're just as hypocritical fiscally as they are about COVID-19. They don't believe one word they say for themselves. They only believe it for you. They don't even believe it for you. They, in tyrannical fashion, enforce it upon you. All right, here's some other pictures from the Met Gala. Here's uh, Megan Rapino. There she is at the Met Gala, 30,000. Gay, we trust. Homosexuality, here you go. Bold, right? I mean, Every pastor be, should be saying this. Homosexuality is hell-bound sin. So is lust. So is sex outside of marriage. Heterosexually. There you go. In the perfect balance. But here she is at the Met Gala. Here we go. It's this girl's name, Cara. Cara Delevingne is up next. There she is. What's that say? Put it on the big screen. Make the big picture. There you go. Peg the patriarchy. I really don't know what that means. Any of you guys know what that means? Yeah. <laughs> My producer, Aaron, goes, just anti-men. There you go. Peg the patriarch. Let's go to the next one. This is uh, Sean Mendez and Kamala Cabello. Here we are. Now, notice who's behind them. You've got the great unwashed, the deplorables, the help, which probably support all of these uh, rich elitists, but they're masked and no social distancing at all. They're not masked. Social distance. Maybe they're vaccinated. Who knows? Here's Billie Eilish. There she is. Right there. Now, if you look closely, put on the big screen. If you look closely behind you, you have all the photographers and all the help vaccinated. Then you look at the elitist right next to her also coming down the aisle. They're not masked. They're all masked behind. All the help is masked. All the elites are not. But don't worry, COVID caving pastors and COVID caving Christians. This has all been about your health. God marvels at your love for capitulating to these people, to Billie Eilish. God marvels at your love for emulating and doing exactly what AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, tells you to do. Notorious baby butchers. They tell you to vax, you vax. I'm talking about COVID-caving pastors, COVID-caving Christians, COVID-caving clergy, COVID-caving conservatives. You're vaxxed. You wear the mask. You do what you're told. You lock down. You're... God just marvels, marvels at your galactic love as you follow exactly what the baby butchers tell you to do. Amazing to me. All right, Byron Donald's tweet. New York Today, political and Hollywood elites. New York Today, your child and non-elites. Rules for thee, but not for me. Look at the picture. There's AOC, the great unwashed behind her, masked. She's not masked. And then you've got the same day, Every, all the kids going to school, 
They're not even close to one another, and they're still masked. Rules for thee, but not for me. You know why? A, because they're not scared of it, because they know that this virus is a 99.9% survival rate. If they, they don't shut down the things for them. Understand that ivermectin is available to them, Regeneron's available to them, zinc's available to them, hydroxychloroquine is available to them. They wouldn't receive the same treatment. I'll use Trump as an example. I'm not considering Trump to be in any way, shape, or form the equivalent to these people. Donald Trump runs for president today, voting for him without hesitation. But if you use Donald Trump as an example, Donald Trump went into the hospital the day that he was diagnosed with COVID. He was given monoclonal treatments, which is Regeneron. He was given remdesivir, which, by the way, is a death sentence. But if it's done by itself, it does, the reason being is it does absolutely nothing but fill your lungs full of fluid. But anyway, he was given the treat, given, he was already on hydroxychloroquine. He was done, 74-year-old man, absolutely done in three days with COVID. All these people would have that all availed to them while they cut it off to everybody else. Absolute medical tyranny in our country right now. There's an organization just being formed by Robert W. Malone, the former, the, the, the inventor of mRNA technology. He's putting together a consortium of doctors. I can't remember the name right now. I'll have it for you on the next show, but he's putting together. And it's all about merit medical tyranny. The first time in the history of our country where a doctor cannot prescribe what they want. First time ever you have they're they're prescribing hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, zinc, whatever it may be. And it gets cut off at the pharmacy, but don't you worry. All of you COVID cavers, it's all about your health. Why is it that if somebody wants ivermectin, they can't get it? Explain that to me logically. All right, Art taking back. We're still in the hypocrisy section of the podcast tonight. You're being played. Play it for me. Side by side. There you go. Now, here we are. This is pre media photograph this is pre-media photograph right here there's nancy pelosi you can actually see aoc back there put it make it as big as you can you can actually see aoc back there talking to chucky schumer yeah there you go right look at that there's aoc now where where's the social distancing folks actually if you can freeze that guys that'd be great right there if you can freeze it perfect now put me side by side now here where where is the social distancing if they really believe that you could die they don't know who's vaccinated and who's not in that in that group of people, right? In that crowd of people. They don't know who's vaccinated and who's not. And they don't even believe that if you're vaccinated that you shouldn't be wearing a mask, right? They all wear masks for their pictures side by side. So A, they don't know who's vaccinated. B, even if everybody is vaccinated, they believe, they espouse, they preach, you should be wearing a mask anyway. They've all publicly acknowledged that the vaccinated can spread the disease. But there they are. Strange, Nancy Pelosi is 81 years old, folks. Chuck Schumer is close to 80 himself. Speaking with people, unmasked. Who knows who's vaccinated? Are they scared? Why are they not scared? But then we'll tell you to do everything they're not doing. Strange how that works, isn't it? All right, cat turd tweet. One, when the cameras are on. Another, when she thinks the cameras are off. They're laughing at us. They are COVID caving Christian. All of you pastors right now, that are urging your congregations to be vaccinated. They are laughing at you. All you COVID caving pastors who are perfectly willing to lock down your church again. Look at them. One foot before the camera. Now look at the top one. Is before the media took the picture. You can see AOC back there unmasked. 
talking to Chuck Schumer, and now the picture's about to be taken. Chucky's got his mask on. Pelosi's got her mask on. The woman that was talking to her unmasked before now has her mask on. So what changed? The only thing that changed was presence of a camera. And then you do what these people tell you to do. I marvel at the conservatives that take these people's vaccine. They tell you to mask. They don't mask. They tell you to social distance. They don't social distance. They tell you to lock down. They don't lock down. They tell you to not go see your relatives at Thanksgiving. They go see their relatives at Thanksgiving. You know about it. Look at me now, Christians. You know about all this hypocrisy. And then you take their vaccine. Amazing to me. You, you really are. You, I marvel at your galactic stupidity. I really do. I marvel at it. All right, what do we got next? All right, uh, Viva Frey video. I love this video. Now, these are Canadian politicians. Of course, Justin Trudeau is, is uh, involved in this video. And it, you, you got to kind of read it fast, but look at the hypocrisy in this. Play it for me. We're all in this together. 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 Every single person in that video caught in galactic COVID apocalypse. Yeah, leave that perfect. You guys are awesome. Look at this. He, here's Justin Trudeau. You, he, we already, 64% of the COVID deaths in Great Britain are fully vaccinated people. Standing right next to Queen Elizabeth. Ex- explain it to me. Then he, of course, wants mandated vaccination. Can't buy, sell, trade, or travel in Canada. That's what he wants without a vaccination. Wants you masked. Wants you social distance. They have cops. You basically have no rules for cops anymore in Canada. They can pull you over without any, any probable cause, without a warrant, without anything. And this is how he lives. He tells you to live fully masked, even if you're vaccinated, fully masked. That's his rules. If you're fully vaccinated, you still have to be fully masked. That's his rules, including during the time of this picture. Rules for thee, not for me. So there has to be another motive. If their motive is not saving your life because they're modeling that it isn't, then what's their motive? Separate you, mark you, and control you. That's it. You're like, why would anybody want that? Well, why has anybody ever wanted it? I don't know why, but that's why. That's their motive behind it. All right, Millhouse Van Hooten tweet. Hope you enjoyed your return to normal. Now, this person is Lisa McLeod. She is Canada's person in charge of, she is Canada's tourism and culture minister. Tourism and culture minister, Lisa McLeod, noted COVID tyrant. Hope you enjoyed your return to normal. Nobody else gets it. Nobody else gets a return to normal except for Lisa McLeod. Now, what about the rest of us? Milhouse writes, wearing a mask or face, here, here it is, or face covering is about protecting and respecting each other. Mass and social distancing are for the plebs. Here's the pictures of her event that she was at. There she is right here. 
not masked, not social distance around everybody. Absolutely, absolutely no problem whatsoever. Do you have, the next one is, I believe, a picture of her Twitter profile. Yeah, good. Anyone, oh, here's her rules. These are her rules. Anyone entering TIFF venues must wear masks. This is her rules. Now flip back to the previous picture, can you? So th- that's her rules right here. Now here's the rules that she actually lives. Boom. She, there, if you go into a TIFF event center, you have to wear a mask. Well, here she is doing the exact same thing. She's saying you have to wear a mask. Is she wearing one? Absolutely not. Why? Because she's not scared of that which she's telling you to be scared of. So you shouldn't be scared of it either. All right, go to the next one for me. The one with the, yeah, not that one, the, the actual writing. I want to read that. That right there is her Twitter handle. Anyone entering TIF uh, venues must wear masks, socially distanced. She didn't do either one of them as pictured. There's no, there's no arguing. It's as pictured. And show proof that they have been fully vaccinated against COVID-19 or proof they have tested negative for the virus within 48 hours beforehand. She doesn't do any of those things. Nothing. And then, and then she tells you to take a vaccine and there's millions of Canadians telling, I mean, doing exactly what she tells you to do when she herself doesn't follow her own instructions. All right, Jewish deplorable tweet. Just to show you how the media works. This is the Palmer report. Four days, these are four days apart. This is, you know, there's a lot of chance going on. I didn't put them on because it would just be centered. You can't even tell who's saying it. Giant crowds around the, the nation right now. Was mainly at college football games over the weekend. Everybody was chanting F Biden, F Biden, F Biden. I appreciate the sentiment, but I'm not gonna, I don't agree to the profanity. I don't agree with the profanity. But this just shows you how the media works. They write the Palmer, yeah, go to the first slide. The, the Palmer Report writes, to chant F Biden, you'd have to be the lowest anti-American bottom trash known to man. That's what the media, notice where it was written, 9-11, 21. So that's how, they, that's how they think of you. If you say F Biden, that's how they think of you. Or maybe even if you think F Biden. But here, now here's what they did before that, four days later. Or four days before that, I should say. So four days before they wrote, thanks Biden, thanks Obama, F Trump. So on 9-7, they write F Trump. And then on 9-11, they tell you that you're a bottom feeder if you say F Biden. Do you see how these people work? Don't believe a word they say when they come out and tell you that, they're, that the hospitals are filled with unvaccinated people. Don't believe a word they tell you. Here's an interesting, I love this graphic right here. Wake up, could it be any more obvious? Here's where, here's where people don't have a jab mandate. No vaccine mandate for White House staff. No vaccine. Joe Biden just now changed that. Just now has changed that. No jab mandate for members of Congress. That's still in effect. Congressional staff, still in effect. Federal judges, still in effect. World, World Health Organization, you can waltz right in to the World Health Organization. No vaccine required. No vaccine required for Pfizer. Last I heard, the Pfizer CEO still hadn't taken his vaccine. No, you don't have to have a vaccine. There's no vaccine required at Moderna, J- uh, Johnson & Johnson. No vaccine requirement for 200 plus thousand illegal immigrants crossing the border every month. That we know about. No vaccine mandated at all for Afghan refugees. Matter of fact, when they go on the plane, if you get picked, well, they're not going to be picked up anymore. But when you go on the plane from Afghanistan flying to the United States, 60,000 of them so far, not vetted at all. 
They put you on ivermectin. I don't even know what the street dwellers part means, but jab mandate federal employees and contractors and businesses with over 100 employees all have to be vac- all have to be vaccinated now. Oh, homeless people, street dwellers. Oh, they don't have to be uh, vaccinated either. There you go. You know what I'm going to do is, guys, I'm going to switch out. Cause I, I'm going to go to uh, um, the – I'm going to find my spot here because I want to show you some wins because I want to be at least positive. Sh- guys, sh- shift up to Aaron. Help out back there. YouTube video with, with Governor Ron DeSantis because a lot of times, here's the thing, I got a lot more stuff, a lot more stuff to get to, but I'm not going to get to it tonight. But I do want to show you this because I don't want it all to be negative. I want you to see that we are actually winning. You guys find it? Okay, cool. Now we're going to start off with Ron DeSantis. We're going to go through these quickly because I want you to see two things. First of all, that you are not alone. We are the majority. Eight billion people live on the on the earth. Two billion have been vaccinated. I will never be vaccinated ever in life. You at least have me. And I'm telling you that, that we are actually winning this battle. We are. We are turning this thing around. I'm going to show you here in the next couple of minutes. Play Ron DeSantis for me. 48 seconds. Uh, We're here today to uh, make it very clear that uh, we are going to stand for the men and women who are serving us. We are going to protect Florida jobs. We are not going to let people be fired because of a And you'll hear from some of the the folks here, but you you have people who've worked for police, who've worked for fire. They've worked the whole time. While a lot of these politicians were on Zoom and not going out or doing anything, these folks were there protecting us day in and day out. There you go. I'm telling you, we're not losing. Go to the next one, Galloping Gay video. Scathingly succinct. This is the Daily Wire. The Daily Wire. That's Ben Shapiro's outfit. Not a big fan of Ben's vaccine stance, except for he's against. He got vaccinated, but he's against vaccine mandates. I wish you wouldn't have been vaccinated, but I respect the vaccine mandate stand. Well, they are now federally mandated. The Daily Wire. That's why you don't cave, Ben. That's why you don't take their vaccine. You don't. You don't sit there. Okay, and and despise the tyranny and then take the tyrant's vaccine. Do you see it now? Pray that God leeches all that toxin out of your body in Jesus' name. I know you're Jewish, but shift to Jesus. This is the Daily Wire's response to Joe Biden's mandate because the Daily Wire has over 100 employees. So now they're mandated federally. It should bother a lot of people, even though it's illegal and unconstitutional. It should bother a whole lot of people that that's happening. It should rivet your soul. As a pastor of a church, it should greatly bother you that you have the federal government from Washington, D.C. mandating that every business and the nation with over 100 employees has to be vaccinated. That should bother you that every one of those employees has to be vaccinated. That should bother you. Instead of putting your mask back on, locking your church up, and making your church a vaccine center, it should actually bother you because of the violation of Galatians 5, uh, verse 1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. But here is the Daily Wire's response. Play it for me. All right. Today, Joe Biden announced he was going to use the full force of the federal government to mandate that all companies with 100-plus employees force their workers to be vaccinated or subject them to weekly tests for COVID-19. I just got off the phone with our lawyers, and I just want to reiterate something that I already said today on Twitter. No, 
The Daily Wire does have more than 100 employees, but we won't be enforcing Joe Biden's unconstitutional and tyrannical vaccine mandate. That's it. We'll use every tool at our disposal, including legal action, to resist. Biden's ultimatum will impact over 80 million private sector workers. Companies. There you go. There's where they stand. Go to the next one for me. Politico tweet. Here it is. I'm telling you, we're winning, folks. I'm telling you, it may not look like it, but you've got, you cannot, you can't be watching Lester Holt. Don't watch Lester Holt. <laughs> you will need depression medication if you're watching Lester Holt. This is the truth. In a blow to the FDA and to the Biden administration, two senior vaccine regulators who are leaving the FDA, they're leaving just came out against the COVID-19 booster shots to the general population. People are rising up. Go to the next one for me. Rebel News video. This is right. I love this guy. This is one of my favorite people now. This is Jason Kenny, Premier of Alberta. Play it for me. What's your position on vaccine passports for those individuals unwilling to be vaccinated? Opposed. And we've been very clear from the beginning that we will not facilitate or accept vaccine passports and that, in fact, we regard... I believe that they would, in principle, contravene the uh, Health Information Act and also possibly the Freedom of Information and Protection of Privacy Act. We also amended the Public Health Act to remove the 110-year-old power, allowing Alberta to force people to be inoculated. So these folks who are concerned about mandatory vaccines have nothing to be concerned about, and there will be no vaccine passports in Alberta. And will the provincial government act on behalf of Alberta citizens if the federal government seeks to impose such restrictions? Yes. <laughs> I love this guy. Where do you stand on vaccine uh, mandates, vaccine passports? Opposed. Will you will you uh, intervene on the behalf of Alberta citizens against the federal government? Yes. That's my kind of guy. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. Matthew chapter 5, verse 37, Jesus speaking. All right, wind tweet. Keep fighting. Okay. Gosh, you guys are making me go you guys can't see it out there but they switched it all around keep fighting and pushing back we will win yes we will win and michigan this is michigan home of wretched witless gretchen whitmer home of wretched witless Healthcare system says workers with natural immunity don't need to be vaxxed. Natural infection with a prior strain of COVID was as much as 13 times more effective at preventing future infection than being fully vaccinated. Being fully vaccinated eliminates your immune system. Natural infection after it's defeated enhances your immune system. Simple logic that even a chubby preacher from Inglewood, Florida. Now they need to go another step forward there. And it doesn't matter whether you've been infected ever before or not. No vax mandates at all for employment. That's they need to go another step, but at least it's a step forward. All right. Freedom works tweet breaking Arizona sues Biden, the whole entire state of, of Arizona, which is kind of a 60, 40, you know, I don't know. 65, 35, I don't know, state somewhere in that Republican kind of, it shifts Democrats sometimes. Breaking Arizona, the entire state sues Biden over COVID-19 vaccine mandate. We are not losing. They will not be the only ones. Disclosed TV video. Now Canada, you guys just side by side and play it. I'll just read it. This is Canada's police officers, firefighters, and paramedics that are all, look at that crowd are all, look at it, oh my word, are all standing against vaccine mandates. Look at them. It's amazing. Look at the size of that crowd. All of them are saying, freeze that right there. 
Look at these people. Now, I want you to look. Now, these are people that obviously care about their bodies, you know? And if it's a paramedic, a police officer, I mean, firefighters, and you know what it takes to be a paramedic? These people know what they're, what the government wants to inject into their veins, and they're saying, absolutely not. These are police officers, firefighters, and paramedics that have been on the front lines from day one. They have absolutely no interest in Justin Trudeau's forced vaccinations. We are not alone, and we are not losing. All right, Michael P. Sanger video. For the ninth consecutive week in side-by-side. Yeah, Aaron, you're awesome. There you go, side-by-side. Look at this. You think you're alone? I want to just let this play. Is there any volume to it? Oh, yeah, there you go. I'll just talk over there. Leave ladies. You think you're alone? I, I, I literally don't know when this ever ends. This is the ninth consecutive week it's looked just like this. And you think that you're all alone? You are not all alone. Look at all those people who are with you in Paris, France. These people are with you. We are not gonna lose. I know that the book of Revelation will unfold at some point, but not on our watch. Now that's Brazil. Look at it. Brazil with 32,000 people have died of the vaccination. They've had enough. They've had enough. No, th- look at it. As far as the eye, you can't see. It's as far as the eyes can see. It's a, it's a, it's a sea of humanity. You're not alone. You think, you think Joe Biden could get a crowd like this? Joe Biden gets booed and dog cussed everywhere he goes. We are not alone. We are winning this thing. You just have to stand. If you're a nurse and they tell you you got to take the vaccine or you're going to lose your job. You'll be able to sue them in a very short period of time. But go ahead and take the pinch. Lose your job if you have to. There'll be plenty of more jobs coming, which I'm going to close with in just a second. Right here, this right, this is Italy. And I could play this video. How long is this video, Aaron? Yeah, it's just, I mean, I could play it. It never ends. The people never stop coming, ever. That's in Italy. All right, go to the next one. We're finishing off with these, the Blaze Tweet. Massachusetts governor activates National Guard to take kids uh, to take kids to school amid bus driver shortage. Let me pontificate on this for just a moment. Why would there be a bus driver shortage? Let's let's examine that, shall we? First of all, we have 10 million vacancies, job vacancies in our country. Why would that be? Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever man sows, that shall he also reap. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. In other words, whatever it is that you plant into the ground is coming up. If you go out and you walk into a field and you're like, where are all the orange trees? The first thing you should ask is, did I plant orange seeds into the ground, right? So if you plant laziness in universal income, $600 a week checks for people that have just now stopped, 18 months worth of them into 18 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. And you, and you actually taught people to stay at home for 18 months. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. Now we've got 10 million job openings and nobody to fill them where you're having to activate your national guard, which by the way, is way outside their purview to drive kids to school. That's where we're at now. So all of you that are afraid of losing your job because of vaccine mandates, they can't live without you. Nurses that have lost their jobs. Listen, there's going to be so many job opportunities for you. I'm telling you, that is the way that it's going to go. There will be so many job opportunities. 
because they can't live without you. All of these Democrats that are causing all of these people to lose their jobs, it's going to come snap them in the rear end. You know, when AOC drives her Tesla uh, into the uh, Starbucks drive-thru and there's nobody there because nobody wants to take the vaccination, it's going to snap them in the rear end. There's multiple people leaving the military. There's going to be a federal lawsuit in the military. It's going to come. You have to stand. You're going to have to stand. I stood. I've never locked down my church. I've never closed. I've never mitigated. I've never social distanced. I've never wore a mask. Listen, 30 to 40% of my church left because they thought I was a a right-wing zealot. They thought I was unreasonable, that I wasn't listening to the science, that yes, you should believe the Bible, but you have to use wisdom. That's That, by the way, is heresy. You believe the Bible without your wisdom, thank you very much. And I'll give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven, whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. You believe that unequivocally. That's it. You're not with, you know, I believe that, but you have to use wisdom. No, you don't. That's heresy. So I took, listen, I took a hit. It'll be temporal. They cannot live without you. They cannot. Listen, we, we may have to be along the Andrew Torba, founder and owner and CEO of Gab. He said, you know what? We're going to have to have a parallel economy. We may have to open up our own hospitals where it doesn't matter whether you're vaxxed or not. Fine. They can't live without us either, folks. They can't. There's tons of us. There's, they say that 178 million Americans have been vaxxed. I don't buy it. There's there's at least 150 million of us. We're the ones that paved their roads. We're We're doctors. We're nurses. We're cops. They can't live without us, folks. So stand firm. Don't let yourself be burdened again by yoke of slavery. I'll put this last one up from Dr. Robert W. Malone, founder, founder, inventor of mRNA technology. This is what is what what it is coming down to now, the courts. New York City Teachers Union wins battle over COVID vaccine mandate. Look at this. These are the people, the teachers union, who wanted all of the COVID mitigations, right? They wanted all of the kids masked. They never wanted to reopen. They wanted to sit on their lazy butts and do Zoom classes that are completely ineffective. While we have, uh, we're setting world records in teenage suicide and, and student suicide around the country. But they wanted to sit home on their fat, lazy rear ends and do absolutely nothing. But lo and behold, like I've said here since March of 2020, tyranny knows no bounds. The gators got to eat. The gator, the tyranny came for them and said, you know what? They were all on the same side not two, three months ago. Mask, lockdown, social distance. Keep those kids away from me. All on the same side until the tyranny came for them and said, you know what? Now you got to be vaccinated. See, tyranny knows no bounds. I'll close with that verse. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Look at this right here. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Be right back here, 8.30 Thursday night. Love you all. God bless you. <laughs>